Dear friends, welcome to this week's virtual Joshua. This week we had the incredible privilege to read Parshas Miketz. And the Torah tells the dramatic story of the dreams of Paro, the ultimately ensuing years of plenty and then famine, and ultimately which leads to the reunion between Yosef and his brothers. But I want to draw your attention to a fascinating episode. So the Torah tells us, right? So ultimately, again, regional famine. Regional famine had set in. Now, obviously, this wasn't because it was regional famine. It didn't just affect Mitzrayim, but it also affected Canaan. Eretz Yisro. So the Torah says, this is Perak Membe's Pasuk Aleph, chapter 42, verse 1. Yaakov saw, Yaakov saw, and Rashi points out prophetically, that there was shever. He saw that there was food. There was food for sale, provisions for sale in Egypt. And Yaakov says to his sons, Lama tisro. Now, what does Lama tisro mean? So Rashi says, Lama taru atzmechem bifnei yishmol b'nei Esav, ki'ilu atem sveim. Why do you portray yourself, right? Why do you put on a show like tisro from Lashon Re'iyah? Why do you allow yourselves to be seen as if you are satiated and have enough food? Ki ba'osa shah adayin hayalahem tavua. So it's interesting. So what Yaakov seems to be saying to his sons is right now, right now, they have what to eat. Right now they have what to eat, but the truth is they don't have long-term provisions. So Yaakov seems to be saying to his sons, he could have just said, guys, sons, children, go down to Egypt. Ultimately, again, our supplies are going to be depleted. Go down to Egypt and buy grain. But he says something interesting. He says, why do you make yourself up here as if you have enough to sustain yourselves when in fact we don't? In other words, Yaakov's not saying, guys, there's a famine, let's replenish the supplies. He's talking to his sons. I noticed something about the way you're behaving and the way you're, pro- you're projecting an image, right? In front of the children of Ishmael, in front of the children of Esav. You're projecting an image as if you have enough food to be able to weather this storm, to sustain you through the ongoing famine. But although we have enough food to eat now, we don't have enough for the long term. So go down and buy food in Egypt. So ask the Lebavitch Rebbe, V'tzarech lahavin, Madua b'nei Yisrael haru atzmam sveim, me'ever l'mashayah b'yadam. This is an obvious question. Obviously, if Yaakov is saying this, it means that he senses that his children, the Shvatim, are making themselves appear in the eyes of others as if they have enough food, as if they have enough provisions, and they don't have to worry about the famine. So I ask the Lebavitch Rebbe, Shvatim, sons of Yaakov, why are you doing that? But in other words, it's regional famine. Everyone's suffering in the same way. Well, everyone is dealing with the reality of it. It's impacting different families in different ways. But why are you making yourself look as if you're totally self-sufficient and you don't need anything? And the Rebbe says something absolutely beautiful. I want to quote you from the Kutei Sichas. The Rebbe says, Elo mikan, Elo shemikan nikar goldel bitchonam ba'ashem shal Yaakov. From here you see the incredible bitachon the incredible faith and sense of security that the children of Yaakov Avinu, that the Shvatim, that the tribes had in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shebatru bevado'os shelo ya'azov es aviyem Yaakov gambi meharav. Afshat tvua shebiyodam hispika rak pa'os asha. Mikomakom lo hayo lehem safek shegam ba'osid yidag HaKadosh Baruch Hu leparnasem ba'ofenisi. They had such bitachin. They had such belief that they knew that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to take care of them. So therefore, again, when you looked at the children of Yaakov, they weren't worried. 
They weren't worried. They simply were not worried. They had absolute faith that everything was going to work out just fine. And therefore, when you looked at them, they projected an image of confidence. They projected an image of confidence. HaKadosh Baruch is not going to forsake us. HaKadosh Baruch is not going to leave us alone. Tiribono Shal Olam is not going to leave our side. And they, 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 they almost like emoted this sense of confidence to the point that Yaakov says, guys, why are you so confident? It's incredible. Yaakov, he, he didn't at first tap what it was. Maybe they're just, maybe, maybe they're out of touch with reality. Maybe they're not fully cognizant of the severity of the regional famine. Maybe they're not really in touch with what it is that's actually going on. And the Rebbe says, no, that's not it. They had such a sense of bitachon, such a sense of security, such a sense of faith and reliance in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that they knew that the Ribbono Shal Olam was going to take care of them. And the Rebbe says, when you have that level of bitachon, when you have that level of faith, it gives you a certain level of inner quietude, and that inner quietude manifests itself in an external sense of confidence. You're confident about the future, even if you don't know what it's going to be. You're confident about life, even if you don't know how it's going to unfold. You're confident about your personal circumstances because, hey, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right by your side. David HaMelech expresses a similar concept. David HaMelech says in Tehillim, V'ani b'chastucho batachti. David HaMelech I have complete bitachon in your chesed. I have complete bitachon ribono shal olam that you are going to come through for me. That I am going to experience your kindness. That I am going to experience your love. Yogel libi bishuasecha. And literally again, my heart rejoices in your salvation. And the Svarim bring down something amazing. They explain that, the, the, listen to what Avraham Malach is saying. Fani means I have faith you're going to come through for me. But remember again, that's future, right? Fani I'm in a difficult situation, but I have, I, I, have, I have bitachen, I have complete faith that your chesed is going to materialize. Yogel libi bishuasecha means, and I am able to rejoice now. I'm able to rejoice now with the knowledge that everything is going to be okay in the future. You see, David HaMelech doesn't wait to rejoice until everything turns out the way that he wants it. David HaMelech doesn't wait to put a smile on his face until everything is fine. David HaMelech doesn't wait to feel simcha until everything comes together. David HaMelech is able to experience simcha in the present, in the present, because he has faith that things are going to come together in the future. Complete faith that your chesed is going to manifest itself. And because I know that that is going to happen, I can rejoice right now. I can rejoice right now. The Shvatim were not worried. They weren't worried about the famine. They weren't worried about the famine. Remember, these were grown men with families of their own. How can you not be worried about the famine? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has our back. Because the same Ribbono Shal Olam that is to has taken care of us all of these years, who has been by our side every step of the way of life journey, will not abandon us now. Yaakov Avinu perhaps mistook their, their bitachon, maybe for a lack of, of, of disconnect. But it turns out that his sons 
possessed an incredible emuna, which of course they got from their father Yaakov, from their grandfather Yitzchak, from their great-grandfather Avram Avinu. This is the hallmark of the Jew. It's the bitachon of the Shvatim. It's the bitachon ultimately again of David HaMelech. It's the bitachon that allows you to keep a smile on your face in the present, even though things may be difficult because you know down the road it's going to be okay. It's the bitachon that allows you to remain grounded and not to lose your head in the midst of difficult circumstances. It's the bitachon that whispers in your ear even when you feel so unsettled. It's all going to be okay. And what an incredible and important lesson for us to learn during these days. You know, you see this a lot. One of the most incredible things that we have been zochet to see over and over in Eretz Yisrael. And I think, if, if, I think for me it's one of the major distinctions between how we, diaspora Jewry, are dealing with this current war and our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael are dealing with this current war. Here, in Eretz Yisrael, there's so much optimism. There's so much hope. So much of it. it it's, it's palpable, it's tangible. You go to an army base, you go to an army base, and the truth is, there's almost like a simcha. There's a simcha. You write, you speak to people, there, there, of course, there's trepidation, and, and, and again, there's angst, and there's all of these things, but there's so much optimism, and there's so much hope, because there's so much bitachon. Because at the end of the day, deep down in the Jewish psyche, what we know, what we know, is that at the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to forsake us. And even though internally our heart is still torn into a million pieces, because we can't stop thinking about our brothers and sisters who are currently still held hostage in the hands of an unspeakable enemy, unspeakable brutality. And even though, again, we know that our precious soldiers are constantly in harm's way. So there is, there's an inner anxiety, there's an inner angst. And all of the bereaved families, and all of those precious neshamas who are taken from us, who are murdered al Kiddush Hashem on Simchas Torah, and all of the brave soldiers who have fallen and for the sake of Klal Yisrael and Medina Yisrael, of course, inside the heart is torn to a million pieces. But there's a bitachon. Chach is not going to abandon us. Chach is not going to leave us on the side. Chach is not going to let go of our hand. He's not going to stop holding on to us. He's been by our side for thousands of years since the beginning of our story with Avram Avinu. Since the beginning of our story with Adam Arishon. Before the he's been guiding our lives and guiding our destiny from the beginning. He's not going to stop now. He's been with us every step of the way. And he's not going to leave us now. The Shvatim understood this. And therefore, even in the midst of famine, they emoted a confidence. We've got a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's going to be okay. David HaMelech understood this. I believe that you have my back, HaKadosh Baruch I believe in your chesed. And that allows me to smile and be confident now, even in the midst of difficult and trying times. And dear friends, this is our Avod as well. These are our ancestors. The Shvatim, David HaMelech, the Avos and the Imos, each of them modeling this concept in their own way. May we, their children, to internalize this lesson as well. To live life with the knowledge that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always by our side.
He has never left us, even in times of difficulty, misery, and pain. And He will never leave us. And may that knowledge, Amir Hashem, allow us to rejoice in the present, even when there's difficulty and even when there's challenge. And may the knowledge and the feeling of His arms wrapped around us allow us to feel a sense of hope and optimism in the days, in the weeks, in the months, in the years ahead. We should be Zohar Mir Tashem to a beautiful Arab Shabbos, to an uplifting, magnificent, bitachin filled Shabbos, and Besoros Tovos for all of Klal Yisrael.